about yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. We have a uh, kind of new regular item that's happening where you are sending me correspondence. It's Dear Dave, basically. Mm. And we have one now from Triona. Dear Dave, I am aware this may be the strangest email you have received yet, but you did say anything, so here goes. I've got a plug stuck in a socket and I can't get it out. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shaver adapter plug that I use for my electric toothbrush. The top prong is plastic and for some reason it will not come out of the socket. The bottom two seem to come out when I apply some pressure, but there's no shift in the top one. I'm moving house soon, so I'm under a little bit of pressure to get this out of the socket as soon as I can. Are you able to help? Best Triona in Colchester. Well, first of all, good morning, um, Triona, and thank you very much indeed for getting in touch on Dear Dave. So, plugs it is then. Wow. Plug chat. Plug good morning, chat. everyone. Good morning. <laughs> wow. So it's a two. It's, that sounds like it's a two-pronged uh, plug, like an electric uh, shaver, old-style plug. Some people have those sockets in their bathroom still. Yes. If their bathroom is from seventies era. Remington. Remington. Yeah. yeah. Close to the blade, or you brute. Might back. Yeah, brute. Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of vibe. Old spice. Yeah. Avocado decor. <laughs> that sort of. Uh, My parents vibe. was burgundy. Yeah. It was yeah. the classy avocado yeah. bathroom suites. I was nice. Think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, it sounds like there's. The, the fake plastic top bit. I've been looking into how to extricate a socket from a wall, and a lot of the advice is just to smash it up. <laughs> <laughs> Turn <laughs> off the power first, though, <coughs> yes, please, okay. Triona. Be that's very it. careful. No, that's true, actually. They, they, they do say on this uh, forum that I'm reading, uh, do uh, uh, unplug it or sort of turn the switch off of the socket, yeah, and then smash it up with a hammer. Um, right. So that seems to be the main bit of advice. And just let it be the people who are moving into your former home. Let it be their issue. <laughs> They've got a smashed-up plug near the bathroom. Yeah. Um, OK, so that's one solution. Uh, another solution, it might be possible... Thanks to, for that, the Hulk. It might be possible <laughs> to drill around the faceplate to the point where the socket detaches from the bracket, holding it to the back box uh, with inaccessible screws. Uh, the plug socket can then be removed, the faceplate removed, and what's left unscrewed. So there you go. I'd probably just buy a new plug. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't get it, it out it's, of the it's hole, in the, it? It's in the socket, that's the issue. So can't she just leave it there when she moves? Well, I know, but she says she's under a bit of pressure to get it out of the socket. (laughs) She she really wants the plug. Can you help? Triona is a lovely name, by the way. I've never come across that name before. Good glossing over skills there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Triona, how you doing? (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We began the show, as we do from time to time, with a correspondence from one of you, a dear listener, in Dear Dave. And it was Triona who has got a plug... um, Stuck in her socket, and she's moving house, and so she can't get it out. Um, we had a little Google for you. Uh, we've received this, Dave. Please, please don't go smashing an electrical outlet or equipment. It will only end badly. Um, so th- that's yeah, a good that's piece a good of point, advice. Really, isn't it? Get yeah. a qualified electrician to fix it for you. Um, I'm just getting used to you guys in the morning. <laughs> From Gary, the electrician in Scotland. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, try owner, a good piece of advice is yes. just get someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, in. that's probably best. Don't ask a radio station. <laughs> People who have no knowledge about how to be an electrician. We clearly don't know what we're doing. A bad place to start. Uh, another text here says it's a three-prong plug. Uh, so the top initial penetrating prong has 
melted inside the socket, you silly people. Triona, you asked the wrong bunch, I'm afraid. You'll have to replace the socket, so bite the bullet and buy a new one. Good luck with moving to pastures new. That's <laughs> <laughs> nice a little message for Triona there. Well, there we go. That was Dear Dave Triona. We hope in some small way that helped with your quandary. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. One breakfast show, seven playlists. If you're listening to Absolute Radio, just heard James and Laid. We are so pleased that James are going to be the next intimate Absolute Radio studio session and you can win tickets to be there with Sturge tonight from seven. But now it is time. Still, we persist with this music. I mean, what's green sleeves got, even got to do with gardening? That's my next question. Green fingers. Green. No, green fingers, not green sleeves, is it? Green sleeves is the music from Lassie, a classical piece of music. This is a really slow, depressing version of. I think we touched on it, and unfortunately, we I touched can't believe on it on it's still here. Yesterday, can we not critique the features <laughs> live on the show? It's ratings day today. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know. Two well, thirds belong to Christian, one third belong to me. <laughs> right, I so I want to try by. and get that balance the other way round. I can't sit by in silence anymore, I'm sorry. It's the wrong music. Yesterday, um, we, we met Ed, um, and he wanted to have his garden get a Wix fix worth £10,000. He was very good, to be fair. He did rhyming couplets, and we all absolutely loved it. Here we go, this is Ed. Our daughter Rosa is up off the floor. She's just started walking and wants to explore. She eyes up the garden on Saturday morn. There's so much to look at, though barely a lawn. Rosa bangs at the window, promising trouble. I'm keen to go out there, but wary of rubble. In the end, I give in and open the door. Off out she goes to find dangers for sure. First a slip, then a wobble, then down with a thud. If only our lawn wasn't almost all mud. Back on her feet now, the idea that she's gotten is to clamber all over the decking that's rotten. I shout, Rosa, stop! That will give way beneath you. And not only that, but I think it's where cats poo. Oh, no, Rosa, no. Did you hear what I said? Please don't play with that rickety shed. The door's got no hinges and the slats are all skewy. You're sure to be hurt by a splinter or twoy. There's nails poking through, and general unpleasantness. Stay away, you are not vaccinated for tetanus. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Rosa. You can't understand why access to most of our garden is banned. I know that whatever your dad and I say, you'll still want to go out there and have a good play. Oh, oh bravo. Wow, there was... Shades of Julia Donaldson's finest kids books in that. That's lovely. Who are in the conference call to? Sir Ian McKellen. That's what I want to say to you, Ed. <laughs> so there we go. That was Ed. Brilliant. Um... Our final entrant will be on the show just after eight. Uh, his name is Rowan, and he too included the word tetanus in his ode oh, to his garden. Wow, so he's had to that. have a, he's had it, he's having a last minute rewrite. <laughs> oh, is he? Wow. Yeah. Speaking of last minute, are you happy with this, Matt? <laughs> well, so it's, it's better. At least it's a bit more. Is it a bit more upbeat? I don't know if it is. It's just a bit older. Okay, yeah. With the Fudging my googles. <laughs> Green sleeves. Yeah. Yeah? Okay, yeah. Better? better? It's better. It's still not right. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Matt Dyson, um, I've been digging around. I think I found a green sleeves version that will be suitable for the Wix Fix competition we're doing okay, just after eight. Good. Have a listen to this. Nice. A soft rock version. What do you reckon? It's better. Certainly better. It's much more upbeat, isn't it? Yeah. 
for a Wix Suitable of a 10 grand giveaway? Feature. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, it's great. Emma? Uh, no, I think it's meant to be sad. Oh, what? I prefer the original. What, for the people's sad gardens? Yeah, yeah that's the Yeah, whole but point. The, the, we should be thinking about the future and the 10 grand they're getting to jazz up those gardens. And nothing says jazz like this. <laughs> <laughs> we did listen to a jazz version, actually, by uh, John Coltrane. It was quite laid back, a bit I mean, too laid back. I really want a drum and bass version. That's my dream. Okay. Maybe we well, should <laughs> get to that tomorrow, producer Dave. We're yeah, on, we are on that. But right now, <laughs> this... Absolute Radio is 10 years old. Yes, it is. This September, Absolute Radio is going to be 10, and we are honouring a decade of this fine station by putting on a huge show, inviting some of our best musician mates along, and, of course, you guys. Now, we have lined up one very special night of live music at the O2 Shepherds Bush Empire here in London. It's happening on Tuesday, the 25th of September, and this is the lineup. What's that? Yeah, I'll be there singing along to everything. <laughs> Don't miss out. Tickets go on sale tomorrow morning at 9am. They are priced at just £13.50. We wanted to make it as easy as possible for you guys to come and party with us. And you can get them at absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. The time is 10 minutes past 7. Yesterday was my first day back in my home without the builders being around. So I had plans. The plans were to get in, get into my comfies, get down to Marks and Spencer's, buy the ingredients for dinner with a bottle of wine, sit down and play FIFA, where, because we went there on honeymoon, I know you were there recently, Emma, I'm playing as Venice, who are oh. rubbish. Oh, wow. But because of my skill sets after years of playing that game, I'm taking them to the Premier League in Italy. Oh, nice. Wow. What, are, what league are Venice in at the moment? They were, in, league, they were in the equivalent of the championship. Oh, right, OK. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. That's, wow. And that's what I had my mindset on. And I got I got the shopping, I got back, it was baking sun outside, I didn't care about that, I was <laughs> going to be in the house. <laughs> what a day. And I realised I'd locked myself out. Oh, And no. the mission began. First thing I did, I called my neighbour. She's Ooh. in Malaga playing golf. Oh. Typical. Selfish. Yeah. yeah. So she. So I. I think. Ah. Oh, what am I going to do? So I've got this bag which has got chicken in it and other things that can perish. Yeah. All the usual stuff us vegans eat. Oh, no. um, yeah. um, but she's given me the code to her gate. So I enter the code into her gate. Mm. I make my way down the passageway into the shade and I put the shopping bag down. So that's oh, where the shopping bag is going to stay because in the shade. Then I realise that I have, which I wouldn't normally do, left the bedroom window open, and I'm oh. thinking, ah, I don't own a ladder. So then, I start to pound the streets. The shopping is secure behind Laura's back gate. I make my way around the corner where I see a group of roofers. I'd like to dedicate this whole talkie bit to all the fine roofers of the UK. Nice. Thank you to the roofers. I go, excuse me, gentlemen, I'm sorry to trouble you. They go, yes. I go, I've locked myself out of my house and I need that ladder. And they go, okay. And then they uncouple the ladder from the scaffolding using a spanner. Right. And one of them carries the ladder on his shoulder round the corner to my house puts the ladder up against the window. He says, do you want to do this? I said, it would be, yes, you've done more than enough. Thank you so much. I begin to climb the ladder. Wow. Is I, he holding it at the bottom? I'm always worried no, about ladders No, he's just looking up. Over. He's just looking up. Right, he's not even holding I it. I get to the top of the ladder and I realise... 
Yeah. I'm out of my depth. Yeah. I'm too high up a ladder. Yeah. I've never climbed through a window before. <laughs> You're freaking out. I'm, I'm freaking out, man. I am. Yeah. I'm having a big freak out, and I'm at the top of a ladder. It's baking hot. I'm worried about my chicken. <laughs> yeah. That's behind Laura's back gate, don't forget, this yeah. whole time. Um, so he goes, would you like me to do this? So I come down the ladder, and I go... Yes, I'd love you to do this, please, if you wouldn't mind. So he goes He goes up the ladder. He goes up the ladder and I go, are you sure you're okay, mate? Because I feel like I've asked too much already. At which point, he looks down and he goes, don't worry, I'm a roofer. Oh, wow. <laughs> like a real superhero. Yeah. Like Bruce Willis and Unbreakable he was to me. <laughs> so he goes in through the window. Um, you hear the comedy smashing of stuff as he makes his way down the stairs. Uh, he lets me in. I bung him a tenner. He says, don't worry about it. I said, look, man, you did something nice today. Have a beer afterwards. Thank yeah. you so much. Wow. Wow. Off he goes, stick FIFA on, I win 4-0, securing promotion. And have the chicken perished? The chicken went down so well that I've got leftovers for breakfast oh, over there this morning. Wow. So with that in mind, we'd like to know if you've had to ask a stranger for help. We want your roofer stories. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed are the roofers. <laughs> let's make it a two-pronged attack. Yeah. Um, either let's... Have you asked a stranger for help, 8, 12, 15, or to the same number, have you got a lovely anecdote about a roofer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or one out to Thatchers. Anyone, with th- <laughs> anyone with a thatched roof, get in touch. Do you know what, Matt? It's that common touch. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. To the handful of you that got in touch um yes i did show the roofer um some id uh, he knew that i lived there Good, yeah. that wasn't breaking in um i just thought for entertainment purposes and as we were playing the mission impossible music and i was trying to build suspense in order to um provoke a reaction from you guys out there to get in touch with the show i thought i'd leave out that i showed him uh, two separate utility bills <laughs> that were less than three months old yeah. <laughs> but thanks for getting in touch Dave, when I was in a band, we played a festival. I was in the toilet and ran out of loo roll, and I had to shout for someone to pass me some, please, I said, please. Then a muscly arm passes one across, and as I come out of the stall, I see none other than Chris Jericho, the wrestler, standing there, avoiding eye contact with me as much as was humanly possible, and that's from Zane. So Chris Jericho handed him some loo roll across the stall. It's got it all, hasn't it? It's got festivals, it's got portaloos, it's got muscly arms. It's amazing. That's the stuff we're after. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're asking if you ever had to um, say to a stranger, please, please help. Dave, Matt and Emma, my toddler shut the front door when I was putting the bins out. I had to run, whilst heavily pregnant, down the road to some builders who were laying a driveway, begging them for help. One nipped over a crowbar, why did they have a crowbar? (laughs) And got the door open in seconds. They were doing the drive for ages, I bought them loads of beer over that time. Oh, nice. There's a lot of beer exchanging hands for favours here, it's almost like it's the backbone of the UK. Uh, Favours for beer. Um, I was temporarily living at a friend's in their spare room with en suite altogether now. That they had nice, uh, nicely and newly installed. I somehow dislodged the rinky-dink shower door and couldn't get it back oh. on. I had to run down to a window installation company on the high street to seek help. The guy at the store was so helpful, he came and fixed it for free. Wow. So I gave him a tenner. Guess why? 
so he could buy himself a beer. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Uh, good morning, team, says Kevin Chepstow. I had to help a roofer as he climbed oh, from the, to the roofing. This is, this is <laughs> payback. Payback to the roofers, Love the it. good roofers of the UK. Uh, so this uh, roofer was clinging from the guttering of a building oh whilst his legs reached across to the ladder that had come away from the edge of the wall, <gasps> creating a losing grip, screaming human bridge. So Kev oh. had to step in and save that roofer from falling from the guttering. Well done, Kev. Well done, Payback. Kev. Raise the roofer. Raise the roofer. Raising the roofer. Wipe the slate clean. <laughs> the roofing <laughs> slate clean. Yeah. Very good. Andy and Tring says, and before we go any further, um, Andy and Tring says is... Andy and Tring has included that in the message he sent to the amazing, show. Because yeah. he's aware that even us experienced radio DJ types need a little bit of help when it's 7.28 in the morning. But he's texting about himself in the third person, which and I'm not sure about. But... Dave Berry hates people talking about <laughs> themselves <laughs> in the third person. <laughs> Andy and Tring says, bear in mind Andy and Tring has written that at the beginning <laughs> of the text. Well done, Andy. Andy and Tring says, I once got asked for a pound by Mr Motivator in the Charter Place car park in Watford. Ooh. He ran to his car and did pay me back to be fair to him. Oh, wow. And just yeah. to be sure, that's Andy and Tring said that, OK? <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. As promised, it is time now for another edition of Retro Kids. Uh, for the newcomers to the show, effectively, Matt's two young, adorable children, six and four, Bess and Maggie, have just embarked on those glorious, long, warm summer holidays from school. Mm. And obviously, there's a lot of time to fill. There is a lot For mummies and daddies do, yeah. and guardians up and down the country. Country. So we thought, uh, and we had this thought over a beer, I wonder if Bess and Maggie would be entertained on the summer holiday by the same things that we were when we were their age. Um, last week we showed them the loading screen to the ZX Spectrum 48K. <laughs> they weren't impressed. Um, in fact, Maggie's little face is still with me. And then we played Street Fighter 2 on the Super Nintendo, which they absolutely loved yeah. and were very, very good at. Yeah, they were. Um, your youngest daughter, Maggie, winning uh, as Blanca, I believe. Yeah, well, yeah, is- I know amazing she even managed to do that special move where he, she, he becomes electric yeah yeah it was very <laughs> impressive to watch so uh, today we've moved on to a television special um, and the first show we wanted to uh, to present to the girls was why don't you oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly Bessa Maggie, you ready for this? Yeah, yeah. So what we're bringing you this time round is series 10, show number four of Why Don't You? <laughs> My first question to you is, Bess, 1979, is that older or younger than Daddy? Older. Older than Daddy? No, no it's actually young. <laughs> I was born a couple of years before then. Think about that while you're watching the special effects. <laughs> Why don't you just switch off the television set and go and do something less boring instead? I forgot it had like a Bob Dylan vibe to it. <laughs> oh look, they're playing marbles on a carpet. <laughs> do any of your YouTubers play marbles on a carpet when you're watching them? Nope. <laughs> no, they don't, Daddy. Um, so we carried on watching a little bit of Why Don't You, and this is what they, they thought of the show itself. This is crazy. <laughs> what do you think of their presenting style, Bess? Ridiculous. They're using cheese as bread. Look, they've made a cheese sandwich, but used more cheese instead Actually, of bread. That's not good. They were ahead of their time when it came to <laughs> low-carbing, weren't they? The slow creeping up of the obesity crisis in the UK here. Yeah, this is where it all began. <laughs> what do you think of this, Maggie? Would you watch this? No. You look so bored. You two have slumped to an all-new low of physicality in a sofa. <laughs> they did 
Bless them. Maggie, I, Maggie seems scared by it. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't I'm you? Just comatose. No. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> the obesity crisis and game of marbles on a carpet. They were just both like that. Oh, let this end. It was like a haunting looking talk. They'll be no. like as teenagers. Oh, Dad, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Why Don't You was... It, it didn't go down too well. No. We're not going to lie on Retro Kids. Mm. So then we thought, well, it's time to bring out the big guns. It was time to show them this. We move on now to television classic Rainbow. Oh, yeah. We have selected an episode from 1972. That he wasn't born by then. <laughs> so this is called Water, and this is part one. And first of all, what we'd like you to do is tell us about the characters. Here we go. It's good music, isn't it? Bouncing up and down your seats, that's good. Streets and houses, rainbows flying high. It's a good solid start for Rainbow. Do you like them so far? Yeah. Okay. So then what we did was we showed them an episode of Rainbow. Now, bear in mind that what we found on YouTube was the first ever episode of Rainbow. Yeah, really early Rainbow. They were still workshopping it, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Very much the pilot episode. You know where you look at Rainbow and they cut, you know, sometimes there's a different actor in a certain role. There'll be a very popular show and you go, oh, it's him or it's her. And then you'll yeah. look at the pilot and it was played by someone else. Yeah. Well, Bungle was played by someone from my nightmares. Yes. <laughs> before they worked, before some TV exec at the BBC went, this is very scary. Scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Children aren't going to like this. Uh, so here we go. Maggie, do you think the uh, scary bear, Bungle, will haunt your nightmares? No. Good. I didn't know that Bungle was originally a woman. No. A harrowingly hairy woman. <laughs> <laughs> Ever seen a show or anything like this before? Ever seen a show where they've dedicated the opening ten minutes to putting a sponge in a bucket of water? No. So, um, Rainbow, 1972, is it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Ooh, It's in maybe. the middle. So maybe, okay. Is that because it had a good theme tune? Yeah. But the focusing on a sponge and a harrowing bear. No. Just let it down at the last. Okay, we get that. Okay, that was Rainbow on Retro Kids. Oh, they're so adorable. Thank you once again to both Bess and Maggie. We filmed the whole thing. Uh, you can view the video on our Twitter feed at Absolute Radio. Press that little blue button, give us a follow and watch the video. It's well worth it, trust me, just for their little faces. Next week, we have our first practical test oh, on yeah. Retro Kids. We are going to present the girls with... <clears throat> A VHS recorder. <laughs> bom, bom, bom! Very breakfast show with Wix. Get your garden looking smart with two for £10 on bronze seal, one coat, fence life. Let's do it right. And vanished. Look at the smile plastered on Emma's face. It's <laughs> the quantum leap day. chat. <laughs> Every day. We are building to something with this, though, Emma. It won't. Yeah. Honestly, I promise you, we won't have this for the next 12 years. OK, good. I, I promise you that. Um, <laughs> what we're building towards is getting a new series of Quantum Leap funded and built by the bigwigs in Hollywood, and we're building towards making a little taster tape, just a couple of minutes long, just to give them a flavour of what they've Jogged been missing their out memories, on. yeah. So, Leapers Unite has kind of become the catchphrase for this little section, mm -hmm. and you guys have been getting in touch in your millions. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Oh, boy, I love a Miss Quantum Leap, Dave, Matt and Emma. Oh, the reference yeah. to red-haired woman on made on Tuesday show made me howl whilst I was driving to work <laughs> as the image of Sam Beckett popped from my memory banks. 
I've only ever really trusted two men to keep this world safe. My dear Columbo <laughs> and Dr. Sam Beckett. We definitely need new episodes of Quantum Leap ASAP, and that's from Heather in Sleshfield. Yes, Heather. Well, thank you very much indeed, Heather. Um, my dear Columbo. <laughs> my dear Columbo. Um, having binge-watched the entire show on DVD after you started talking about it, I love the episodes of Quantum Leap with the mini subplots where mm. Sam helps launch careers such as Stephen King's and Elvis <laughs> Presley's and Michael Jackson's and yeah. Buddy Holly's. Oh, yeah, it's all about the mini subplots. It's got it all, hasn't it? And that's from Dash. <laughs> Hi, Dave. In the WH Smith video update magazine issued sometime in 1994, uh -huh. page 11, Quantum Leap is described as adventure laced with reality. And that's oh, from Lucy. Yeah, that's right. In many ways, it was a history lesson. It was a dramatisation of history and, you know, and so much more. So and, much more. And as someone commented just yesterday, Dr Sam Beckett is a physicist who could do a roundhouse kick. Yes, yeah, and can sing in so many different ways. And travel through time. Yeah, yeah he, had a, he had it all. He, had, he definitely That's had it all. That's why he needs to come back. It needs to be a new series. Now, we are recording everything after the show today. And we have got all the costumes here. Yeah. including Al. Now, you're going to be my Al, who yeah. was, amongst other things, not only a hologram that only Sam could see in here, but he was a snappy dresser from the future, it my friend. He certainly was. It really launched Dean Stockwell's career, didn't it? But, um, you know, yeah, what, what am I wearing? Well, uh, weirdly, and luckily, actually, fortuitously, um, it turns out that weird snappy dress sense from the future is exactly uh, the spring-summer collection in River Island. <laughs> oh, Yeah, so I popped really? to River Island, and they were more than helpful. <laughs> okay, great. So we've got everything you need. We have got a bona fide A-list celebrity who is so keen for us and getting yeah. so far behind this campaign he has agreed to be in the video he's going to be making a little cameo because he's in London at the moment before flying back oh, to LA uh, Oh, it's big time we have drafted in the help of a non-speaking character who's very hairy yeah. and I have a prison issue jumpsuit Oof. We have everything we need. We're going to be filming the taste tape after the show today. So all that was missing was a certain level of class that mm. only one broadcaster could bring to proceedings, and that person is Claire Sturgis, who has, I'm so pleased to say, done the voiceover for us at the very beginning. Leaping from life to life, putting right what once went wrong, hoping each time the next leap will be the leap home. Oh, Thank yeah. you so much to the wow. Sturge. It's all coming together. We're then going to send it to... Um, now, this is the only downfall I have with this. I can't pronounce the producer's name. Yeah, was it Belisario? Belisario. We're going to send it to Belisario's people. Bacula's and get not interested, is he? We, we contacted Bacula. He's busy, apparently. <laughs> He's busy. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Yesterday, a revelation. When we were asking you, as we do every Wednesday, if it was time for you to hand in the cool badge and for what particular reason that would be, we heard from the incredible Joanne in York who dropped this bombshell. I've been a member of a certain society for a number of years. Which society is that one then, Joanne? The Cloud Appreciation Society. <laughs> what? <laughs> cloud? The clouds. You get a newsletter once a month and they call it the somewhat occasional newsletter. And it has... <laughs> what a cool bunch. The, um, the cloud of the month photograph. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever open it and go like... 
look at the cloud of them. I do usually make sure that they're looking over my shoulder when I open that. But you do open it, don't you? Exactly. Cloud of the month is not safe for work. So, um, oh, because Joanne was brilliant and we all had a good old laugh and we laughed at her a little bit, oh, the Cloud Appreciation Society, that's ridiculous. <clears throat> uh, introducing to you uh, member 46,067. Wow. Couldn't be prouder. They have said we are delighted to have you in the society. Uh, we are going to get a certificate, which it says here is to be displayed proudly for all to see. We're going to get a badge that says the Cloud Appreciation Society that's in a little cloud shape. Yeah, beautiful enamel badge to replace our cool badges, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we get, well, the piece de resistance... The cloud selector. See a cloud, match it up to the picture, know the name of the cloud. Yeah, it's amazing. There are 20 different cloud formations, which I didn't realise. No, I didn't realise. Well, these are the kind of things we now know because we're a member of the cloud society. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they give you a quote every day. Um, the quote today comes from Rachel Carson um, from the book A Sense of Wonder from 1956. Oh, yeah. And it says, One way to open your eyes to unnoticed beauty is to ask yourself, what if I had never seen this before? What if I knew I would never see it again? Quantum Leap Goose Pimples. Wow, yeah. What's that got to do with clouds? Well, clouds Anything? are a thing of wonder. Imagine if oh, you right, never okay, saw a sorry, cloud right. again. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so yeah, great. Clouds, clouds are great. Clouds. Yeah, of course. Um, also, it turns out that, um, aside from Apple, the founder of this is the first person to monetize clouds. Um, <laughs> because Gavin Peter Pinney, um, we did some rough maths here, it cost £10 sign-up fee and then £17.50 subscription. Yeah. So it's £27.50. And as I say, we are member 46,067. So Gavin, um, who is member 001, <laughs> is roughly worth one point. 0.265 million wow. pounds. Wow. Who thought there's so Who'd much money thought? in water vapour? I, <laughs> I know. Shall we hear oh, a the, message from a, a solid gold lining on his cloud? Oh, oh yes, there, there you right. go. Yeah. Shall we hear from our glorious leader? Oh, yes, please. Here we go. This is, this is a little audio clip you get on the website when you join. Here we go. Hi, my name's Gavin Pridipini. I'm founder of the Cloud Appreciation Society and member 001. The society exists for anyone who, like me, believes that clouds are the most evocative, dynamic, poetic aspect of nature. We believe that to spend a moment each day with your head in the clouds helps you keep your feet on the ground. So join us and help spread and share your appreciation of these wonders of nature. Heads in, in the, the clouds, clouds, feet on the ground. ground. Head, Head in, in the, the clouds. clouds. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Your chance to win a £10,000 Wix fix for your outdoor space. Still playing this music, I see. Green sleeves. Yeah, the really slow, depressing version. It's not very upbeat, is it, for a competition where you can win 10 grand's worth of stuff? If we have to have the don't, like, give your opinions on things on air chat again, Matt. <laughs> well, I just think, you know, I'm fuming. them up a bit. Don't get me started on the fact green sleeves has got nothing to do with gardening. Green fingers. <laughs> green. Green sleeves. It's not... It's, sleeves are separate from fingers, aren't they? <laughs> It's not, it's not about gardening. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> you did actually raise this point yesterday. Yeah. Um, and what was even more embarrassing, a little bit like a row with your other half, um, uh, you raised it in front of a listener. We had Ed on, ready yeah, to win oh, his yeah. Wix fix. Yeah. So it's like, if we're going to have a fight at home behind closed doors, like we are about this, that's fine, but don't do it in front of the public. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not air our dirty laundry in public, green or otherwise. <laughs> so I've had a little look around. And um, are, you are you ready for this? 
Okay, here we go. This is this is this is the first offering. Oh. Wanting ice cream, Van. But what's this? Oh yeah. But dubstep. Dubstep green sleeves. Do you like that? Yes. Much what, better. What about this? What about this one? Oh yes. Soft metal. Again, all, all of these are better so far. Okay. I think you might be right for once, actually. Yeah, yeah, great. Brilliant. <laughs> Coming up next, we have our last finalist vying to get the £10,000 Wix fix for their outdoor space. It's Rowan. He's on the way. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. It's 8.38 on your Thursday morning. It is time to give someone the opportunity to get Wix to make over their garden for £10,000. It's quite simply the Wix fix. I hope this background music is to your liking, Matt Dyson. We have drum and bass it up. Yes. The Greensleeves crew in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You have been nominating family members, friends and putting yourselves forward online for weeks now. Um, It is time to meet, as I say, our final finalist. It is time to say hello to Rowan in Reading. Good morning, Rowan. Good morning, Dave and team. How are you all? Very good. Thank you for asking. And how are you? I'm very well, thanks very much, mate. Yeah. Marvellous. So let's start at the beginning, shall we? Um, Who would you like to get the Wix fix and why? So it's a little bit of a deja vu from Ed yesterday, but I also want to nominate my um, my wife and my three-month-old baby, Madison. Oh, OK. Uh, Maddie's actually sitting next to me right now. Say hi, Abby. Hello, good morning. <laughs> she's embarrassing. She's very Maddie. <laughs> she's she's uh, started making a little noise like to me in the crowd. And I hope she's going to do it for me. Like a little, hey, she's not doing it. She's just staring at me blankly. Um, I wanted to nominate those two because... Um, well, Ash had, had quite a difficult pregnancy and quite a traumatic labour, and perhaps it was made more difficult for her because of the choices that she made during the whole process. And every choice that she made was for the benefit of, of, of Maddie. Every time they said, you could try this and it would help her, she said, it doesn't really matter what happens to me as long as Maddie gets the best start in life. Um, and because of Ashley, we now have this happy, healthy, incredible little girl. Uh, so I want to be able to give something back to both of them. That's why I'm um, I'm not going to lie to you, Dave. I'm going to benefit from this garden too. So okay. Yeah. Well, what what an absolutely lovely story, and we're so pleased you have uh, both a beautiful wife and a beautiful baby daughter in Madison as well. That's fantastic. Um, Rowan, um, we're going to hand it over to you now. Please do keep your phone um, close to your face and stay where you are because we're getting a, a dodgy signal here, and we don't want to miss out on your your ode to your garden because we know you've had to work extra hard on this because um, I believe that you've had to do a little change up because Ed yesterday used similar lyrics to your own. Is that correct? <laughs> He did. As soon as he came on and I heard that he was nominating his wife a baby because he had moved into a new house that needed work, I was like, well, that's my story. That's, that's <laughs> okay, no problem. And then he had a line about tetanus. Who would have thought you'd both go for that one? Tetanus. And there's only so many things that rhyme with tetanus, so you've yeah. had to rewrite the whole verse. Yeah. Um, OK, yeah. well, listen, the time has come. Rowan, it is over to you. Good luck. Take it away. Thank you. This is an ode uh, to my garden called Deer Garden. <clears throat> Dear Garden, I hate you. I really sincerely do. I know it may seem harsh, but I swear that it is true. You're plagued with weeds and dead, yellowing grass. Dear Garden, I hate you. You massive pain in my neck. (laughs) I hate you. There's no other way I can put it. All you've got is old rubble with nowhere nice to sit. 
I'd like my daughter to enjoy you, somewhere to laugh and play, somewhere to create great memories like Dave Berry's Take Away My Takeaway. <laughs> That's a cracking reference to a TV show I used to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the silence around the room explains why I got cancelled after one series. That's where the tetanus line should have gone. Uh, dear Garden, I hate you. I wish you were something else. You're fair-sized but unpleasant, just like Vanessa felt. The sheer sight of you now is enough to get my daughter crying. You remind me of the opening scene to Saving Private Ryan. But dear Garden, you can change. It doesn't have to be like this. You could be beautiful with a little help from Wix. A place with chirping birds, decking and flower beds delicately sunk. A place where my daughter can play and my wife can get suitably drunk. <laughs> dear Garden, yes, right now I hate you. But let's fast forward in time where my family loves to see you and you're not a horticultural crime. Dear Garden of the future, my hatred has officially ceased. Now I can say, dear garden, I love you, you beautiful, sexy beast. Oh, Rowan, everybody. In Reading. He's really sexualising the garden, isn't he? In a way I've never heard before. Never heard that before. This is another unique finalist. This is what we've loved about this week, this slot. Um, thank you very much indeed, Rowan. Send our love to Ashley and Madison. We'll be speaking to you again tomorrow when we choose our winner for the £10,000 Wick Fix. One more time for Rowan, everybody. Well, thanks, well, Rowan. Have a good day. Take too, care. Man. And you. Uh, that was all thanks to Wicks, who have everything you need to do your garden right, including, get this, 2.4 metre pre premium deck board for just £5 until Monday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we have a tough job then, picking our winner, but we will be doing it tomorrow morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Weekend saver. Right now, 2.4 metre premium deck board was £7, now £5. Hurry ends Monday. Let's do it right. Like a kind of Darren Brown-style magic trick, I guarantee you now I have sealed the outwards of this talky bit on the show in an envelope and I'll be revealing it when we have finished speaking. Wow. I wonder what they're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> um, Emma. Yes. Is it true you make your husband have a shower before he comes to bed? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I used to. Right. When we had the hand-washing rant the other day. Yes. And it went up online. My friends who used to live with me at university were like, you should tell them about when you used to make him take a full shower. Like, this is a, this is a step down. So friends really, on Twitter, it's such a wonderful thing, isn't it? I have loosened my, um, you know, my strict requirements by yeah. only focusing on the hands now. Right, Emma's yeah. strict requirements of cleanliness. <laughs> well, you've actually had a bit of an impact because uh, Matt Dyson told me this morning that he is washing his hands more frequently after yeah. your... And yeah, you called true. it a rant. I wouldn't call it a rant. I think it was a, you know, it was a piece of advice. Yeah. You know, when you're coming in from the outside... Don't go touching knives and forks and things in the fridge without washing your hands Yeah, it's first. a public service announcement. Yeah, and my mum always used to say, wash your hands before dinner and stuff like that, and I never bothered, really. Never bothered. You know? But now I'm starting to think about it more, you know. When you get in the train home and you're on the escalator, you're touching the, the side of the escalator. You know, oh, the and you know, there's a thing with the, with the escalator, because it's got that kind of spongy handle. It feels almost like so the germs dirty. are embedding yeah. into, yeah, into yeah. your palms a little bit more, aren't they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently one of the biggest things to hold germs is your mobile phone. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I do yeah. sometimes anti-back my phone. Does anyone else do that? Okay, yeah. don't stop there. Wait, 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 I sometimes anti-back my phone. <laughs> Does anyone else do that? <laughs> Thank you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. Just been, just been. You know, everyone's still wowed 
just being hit by questions of how I did it, how did you do it? And you know that when you're in the magic circle, you never give away the tricks of the trade. See, look look at your face. You just, I don't I love believe this. you at all. I, just, I, showed you the piece of, I showed the piece of paper to the camera. Yeah. I sometimes anti-back my phone. You wrote that after I said it. I, no, I started... No, I showed it to the camera as soon as you said it. I said that I would predict the last words of this talk a bit on the radio and through um, mind trickery, you said this. No way. You're such a cynic. <laughs> Does it affect the fact that up next I want to smash together anything to do with the magic circle and the playlist? No. OK, cool. Uh, up next we're going to be smashing together anything to do with the playlist and the magic circle. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. But now, after I wowed my colleagues with a magic trick so bold to perform on live radio that we have been inundated with text saying, how did you do it, Dave? Yeah. How did you do it? Yeah. Producer Claire, oh, you switched the piece of paper at the end. No, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not, Producer Claire. How dare you? Uh, we are smashing together the magic circle, anything to do with magic and the playlist. And these, as is traditional, are the ones from around the room. Uh, Debbie Harry Potter. Oh, uh, yeah. Saw your assistant in half the world away. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Little man levitate. Little man take, little man levitate. <laughs> yeah, quite an obscure naughty's band there, yeah. But a good band nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Rabbit from the Curiosity Killed the Hat. Nice. That's it's pretty good. evident that we need your help more than ever. <laughs> 8, 12, 15, Matt. Uh, Darren Brown, Texture Like Sun. Uh, Dynamo, Money, Mo Problems. Wow! And Stevie Wand. Uh, Stevie Wonder. Nice. I think he looks better in there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's much better than my efforts. Uh, Emma? I got uh, Abacadabra. Oh, oh yes, of course. Nice. Don't You Wand Me Baby. Oh, yes. And uh, the Lumen is Hey Ho, Cus Pocus. Ooh, oh, yes. Three very good ones. We have, uh, we've redeemed ourselves, thanks to Emma there. 8, 12, 15, tweet us at Absolute Radio. Your batch of suggestions coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Magic circle in the sand. Belinda Carlisle, that's from Ronnie on the Isle of Wight. Good morning, Ronnie, and thank you very much indeed. We are smashing together the magic circle and the playlist. In spiral magic carpets, pen and tell her about it. <laughs> oh, excellent. New order, welding potion. <laughs> and from Sam in Warsaw, Hanson's David Mbopperfield. <laughs> wow, that is a strange one, isn't it? <laughs> a couple on Twitter, Richard uh, has suggested Van Ish Morrison. Nice. And uh, M. Wilco has uh, weighed in with... Houdini weenie yellow polka dot bikini. <laughs> um, Vanish Morrison is yeah. a good name for a Van Morrison tribute act. Yes, it is. Yes, Vanish. Vanish. Wix are now the only national DIY retailer offering a full kitchen design and installation service with a free design appointment and a fully managed installation service. Let's do it right. And that's it from us here on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Less than 24 hours to go now until tickets are on sale for Absolute Radio's 10th birthday. We've got the Manic Street Preachers, we've got George Ezra and Blossoms. They're playing at the O2 Shepherds Bush Empire. Tickets will cost just £13.50. You can get yours, as I say, tomorrow at 9am from absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets. Now, though... (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't even noticed! Oh, Matt Dyson. Yeah, I've got my sunglasses on. Oh, you look so good. So, um, 
we are going to be, uh, we've been on a mission for a while now to bring back Quantum Leap because there's been so many rumours to us leapers that it's been returning over the last yeah. 15 years that we've decided to put together a taste tape. It has been my passion project. It has indeed. Um, so I went out and got Matt Dyson's owl costume because you're playing owl to my Sam Beckett. Some horrendous clothing, yeah. Well, don't say that because that's the uh, <laughs> that's the spring summer collection of River Island. Some lovely clothing. There's people yeah. actually wearing that stuff <laughs> yeah. to work right now. Yeah. Um, but, so the, on but the glasses are incredible. Yeah, yeah, they're nice. They've got a, <laughs> a big, colourful phone cover which will be Ziggy. Fans, yes, fellow leapers out there, fans of the Quantum will know all about Ziggy and Gushy and all that. So. so yeah. We are filming the video. We have lined up the help of um, a very hairy mute. We have an orange boiler suit from our friends at Speed Stitch. And we have a bona fide Hollywood A-lister coming along to make a little cameo. The video will be able for you to see on Monday. It's not to be missed. Thanks for tuning in. Danielle's up next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Podcast done. Absolute Radio.